This is The Elder Divide, Episode 6, Wednesday, 27 August 2014. Hello, this is your host Todd Ani with The Elder Divide here at home, narrowing the gap between you and technology for the 50-plus boomers and seniors listening. Invite your friends. New listeners of any age are always welcome. You can find my home at elderdivide.com or part of the Ohana over on GNC Network at geeknewscentral.com. Subscribe to my newsletter and show. Follow The Elder Divide, all one word, on Twitter, Facebook, or Google+. My blogs are at elderdivide.com or elderdivide.net. I also have podcast extras on Mondays and Fridays after the regular Wednesday podcast. The podcast extras are blog entries that also include a short five-minute or less audio. Hope you enjoy. This is episode six, and we will tackle scanners. Now, welcome to my home. Hope you're enjoying these podcasts, and I want to thank you personally If you feel these podcasts are of some value to yourself or others, pass the word on. Support a techie at your local adult community center near you. They may be able to help you. Let them know about the podcast. Let me know if you have a favorite center in your town, and I will include them in my email postings about this podcast. Also, if you have a favorite social media site, let me know. Always looking for new places to get the word out. And just thought I'd uh, make a quick apology. Running a little bit late today. As I've mentioned before, my uh, mom is uh, getting close to 80 here in another couple months. And she's dealing with a lot of medical issues. And I'm having to make multiple trips to doctors and the such. Um, She's got all kinds of ailments from her cataract surgery that she recently had done. And uh, now she's finding out that she may have to have a pacemaker put in and the like, and just uh, running around having to do lots of that. So hopefully we can get back on schedule here and get back to the regular info. Uh, like I said, I hope everybody's enjoying these and find these of value. Um, I'm just kind of briefly going over to explanations, a little bit of resources on some of this stuff right now. Um, I'll try to go into more detail in a other part of these podcasts. If you need more detail on how to actually do some stuff, I can do some tutorial type things and, and that kind of stuff. And uh, if you wish to contact me about any comments or ideas about the show, I can be reached at the Elder Divide at elderdivide.info, or you can find my contact info at the elderdivide.com main website or over at geeknewscentral.com. Now, welcome to my home and on with today's subjects Scanners for Elders. Choices should not intimidate you. That's the divide. We will cross it together. Let me be able to guide you along the way with choices for you and questions so you can get what you need. This could be from various sources. I will show the best choices for our needs. Links will be on the newsletter and the site. 
Uh, use family, friends, or others to help you with checking things out if needed. And whether you be 50 or older, your adult community center might be of help with training. Now a little about one of my sponsors. Ting Wireless. That's ting.com. Mobile that makes sense. These guys are great. They know what customer service is supposed to be. They can save you tons of money and use their online calculator to check the savings. Now, what is a scanner and the types? Modern scanners typically use a charge couple device, a CCD, or a contact image sensor, CIS, as the image sensor. Scanners produce two-dimensional images of subjects that are usually flat, but sometimes solid. 3D scanners produce information on a three-dimensional structure of solid objects. Digital cameras can be used as scanners if you have the right apps for them. Um, there's even dedicated devices that are attached to a platform to scan documents and books. Uh, they're similar to using a uh, um, camera. And they're usually very costly for these kind of items. So it's not something that a typical home user would want to use. And scanning resolution should also always be done at 16-bit as a minimum with any scanner. Uh, don't use the 8-bit as the quality will come out very low. And uh, resolution is measured in pixels per inch, sometimes more accurately referred to as samples per inch or SPI. Instead of using the scanner's true optical resolution, manufacturers like to refer to interpolated resolution, which is much higher thanks to software interpolation. As of 2009, a high-end flatbed scanner can scan up to 5,400 DPI, or I mean pixels per inch or better, um, Scanners have Wi-Fi, USB, or FireWire-type connections. Wi-Fi probably makes it uh, the most usable because it's portable and universal for things like smartphones, desktops, tablets, and phablets. Uh, scanners can be saved with various type formats like a PDF for documents, uh, a GIF, a JPEG, or a PNG. Um, PNG is kind of the raw image quality that you would get on a regular digital camera. Um, you can also have optical character recognition OCR software to use with word processing. Uh, it can be saved on various media like printing, uh, memory cards, hard drives, DVDs, digital video discs, and the like. Most scanners also come bundled with some kind of software and you have the flatbed scanner is where the document is placed on a glass window for scanning. Some have covers that allow for placing books on them. Most of your all-in-one printers that I discussed in the previous podcast uh, are in this category. You can also have sheet-fed scanners. They're either single or multi-sheet-fed uh, mechanism. Uh, similar to your local copy center devices. 
Um, usually if you get one of the multi-fed type uh, units, they're uh, sometimes a little bit more costly, but not always. You have handheld scanners. These can be either a wand or something that fits in the palm of the hand. And that's where the device is moved by dragging it across the surface of an image to be scanned. They have evolved from text scanning wands. And there are wand scanners that now do images too. Most can also be docked to work as a manual sheet-fed device. Uh, scanning documents with these does require somewhat steady hand. Uneven scanning rate can produce distorted images, though software or device settings can help with this. Uh, docking the device can alleviate this also. Um, they typically have some switches to set things like resolution or the start button. And most of your scanners use what's called Twain is T-W-A-I-N as the interface that uh, you would set up on your computer for the device application interface. This is typically something that you don't have to worry about or anything. It's just going to be one of the things that's in the settings when you set the things up. Um, got a couple articles later on that uh, resource on the newsletter that give you information on how to install and set up scanners and of course you've got the 3d scanners uh, 3d scanners are used uh, mostly in industrial design reverse engineering test and measurement uh, orthotics gaming and other applications and then another type of scanner is your film or negative scanner and they're usually used to convert photos, film, slides, or negatives for archiving, retouching with software, or printing. And some things that you might want to look for are questions to ask if you're out purchasing a uh, scanner of any type. Is what kind of bundled software for photos, documents, or OCR that it might come with? Um, does it come with connecting cables like a USB or firewire if that's needed? Um, does it have your AC adapter and that kind of stuff? Resolution. Uh, the higher the better, but hopefully a printer that has at least 2400 DPI dots per inch or better as a top resolution. Um, whether it's a color or monochrome scanner. And does at least 16-bit or better for the depth. Um, like I said, you just want to stay away from the 8-bit because the quality is usually not good enough. Um, well, it has a LED as the lamp. Um, these are faster warm-up type scanners, and they also are energy-saving. Um, you have uh, other CFL and other lamps that you can find in some of your... Um, scanners, those typically take uh, 30 seconds or longer sometimes to warm up before you can scan something. So it's not something if you're having to go back and forth to it all the time and uh, you walk away for a while, you got to wait for it to warm back up. Uh, some of the choices that I found uh, is Plus Tech. Um, and I've got the links for all of these in the show notes. Um, Plus Tech is a true worldwide provider of scanners. That's P L U S T E K. 
And then if there's Visioneer, V-I-S-I-O-N-E-E-R, they're also a worldwide provider of scanners. Both of these um, companies I've found to have excellent quality in their scanners, so they're uh, up on my top choices. Um, Epson, uh, that's a printer brand, also makes some good scanners. Canon, HP, and then there's the new ones out. You've probably seen the advertisements on TV for the Neat. Uh, they're kind of a software archiving receipt um, scanning, document scanning combination device. They're a little bit spendy. Uh, Viewpoint Solutions, um, they make some of the wand type. Um, Ion, and that's a brand that's available at Staples, and they're one of the good uh, film or negative type scanners. And I'm sure there's more of these. Uh, some are online only, and some are available at local retailers. Um, my recommendation would depend on needs and services. The top of my list would be Viewpoint Solutions Magic Wand 2, which is a Wi-Fi coupled device that can be used with most of your mobile or desktop printers. Like I said before, Plus Tech or Visioneer for the are both good top brands. Uh, neat because it comes with the software and scanner combination. A little pricey and come in both desktop and mobile ver versions. Ion for photo, film, negative, slide conversion. Uh, Ion Pix 2 would be my choice because it's an easy to use single button operation. Um, uh, very user friendly type device. And I can go into more detail on these in future subjects. Like I said, uh, let me know uh, whether you need some tutorials or whatever. I've added some uh, links to some resources. There's a uh, one out there by uh, How Stuff Works um, that has how scanners work. Um, there's that article. It gives you some of what the scanning process is and lamps and those kind of things um, kind of explains a little bit more than what I did on some of the individual things. Um, of course, there's the Four Dummies books by Wiley. Um, they've got one for seniors, how to install a scanner. and goes through all of the installation steps that you could go to online and look at. Um, there's a resource on grandparents.com, and they have... Uh, how to scan your photos and to protect them. And that kind of goes on how the slide and photo scanning. There's also a link uh, that was written by Peter G. Attican, and it's tips on scanning. And he goes into some details on what scanners is, scanner software, choosing settings, calibrations, scanner bulbs, uh, image size and resolution, scanning watermarks, um, lifting watermarks, uh, detecting forgeries, uh, scanning and uploading images for online auctions, uh, um, using digital cameras, kind of a little bit of everything. Again, this is Todd Awning, your host. 
Invite your friends to the show. New listeners are always welcome to my home. I hope you enjoyed The Elder Divide, part of GNC Network at geeknewscentral.com. You might also like to follow some of my friends. Todd Cochran with Geek News, Don Bain, the Gadget Professor, Langley, Retweet, or Starman, or Rob Greenley. Thank you for your time and consideration with your journey through technology. Support the show on Patreon, Indiegogo, or obtain wireless links. Questions or comments about the show, The Elder Divide, at elderdivide.info. Follow The Elder Divide on Twitter, Facebook, or Google+. I'm a proud member of the International Association of Internet Broadcasters, techpodcastnet.com, TPN Network. If it's tech, it's here. Also, Blueberry. See you next time here at home with a discussion of operating systems. <laughs>